0: There, I was having a conversation with a client uh, recently enough about busyness. Now, I'm sure you've never heard of the word business. You probably don't even know what I'm talking about, right? Hmm. Anyway, busyness seems to be at an all-time high at the moment. And I can't uh, say that I would never get busy. I would be honest and say that over the last few months, I would say I'm going through a period, it's very intense very busy. There's lots going on, both work and personal. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to say that on the whole, I'm actually very good, all things considered. And it helps, I guess, maybe a little bit with the work that I do at the world that I live in um, and the people that I help with and that I, I know a little bit about how to manage myself. It doesn't mean I don't drop the ball, though. It doesn't mean that I don't have moments of even overwhelm. But I'm very clear when it comes to things like overwhelm or even say something like stress, that I'm causing it from the inside out. It's an inner to an outer flow. And that's a massive help to me. And I want to explore a little bit about, one angle on that today, about the difference between being quick and being hurried. Before I do that, just a little ask. If you like the podcast, consider coming into my mailing list, which you can do at my website, shanecraddock.com. I have a new book coming up um, over the next few months. And if you're on that mailing list, you're going to get some free goodies and you're also probably going to get the best offers. So uh, I'll say no more. It's there, shanecraddock.com, that's C-R-A-D-O-C-K-1-D, and you can check it out. So coming back to today, when it comes to your performance, and this is the key point I want to explore, what's your level of hurriedness? Now, actually, I was curious to see if hurriedness was a real world, real word because uh, sometimes I make up words, uh, but apparently it is a real world, real word. God, I can't speak today. Um, it's a noun, hurriedness. And to start us off with that, I just want to give a little quote from a famous basketball coach, John Wooden, famous guy, um, famous in terms of his results, but also particularly famous for his approach and his leadership structure and approach and his philosophy of leadership. The quote is this, be quick, but don't hurry. And he used to often talk about um, that he wanted with his teams, he wanted quickness under control, but not hurriedness. Don't hurry. Be quick, but don't hurry. Now, I've been looking to work with some really good sports people over the years. And if they speak to you about moments when they're in the zone or they've been in the zone, they'll explain to you that, you know, other people say, if I'm looking at somebody who's in the zone uh, in a highly competitive environment, it'll often look like that they're making decisions in a lightning fast way. They're performing super fast. But to them in that experience, everything slows down. A lot of people though, you don't have to be an elite athlete to experience that. I've experienced it um, actually in a few sporting contexts, in some performance contexts and work, but also um, even in theater where I've done some acting just where everything slows down, time changes. Now, why? Because full attention, your full attention is in that moment and your engagement levels become very, very high. And flow is definitely a function of your attention, your level of attention in the moment. Now, I recall having an argument kind of thing with a client who was definitely too hurried. And I was trying to explain to them, listen, you're confusing hurriedness with performance. And I was trying to explain that from what I could see, it was their approach was bad. So I started to ask them, what are they saying inside themselves? Like what, what's the commentary inside yourself? What's your inner voice saying? And eventually after much digging, we kind of got to these kind of phrases inside themselves. I'm running out of time. I'm afraid of X happening. I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I'm afraid I'm not good enough. And that's kind of what I was looking for. Essentially, some form of fear was driving the hurriedness. And ultimately, it was driving this kind of urgency. But the problem with that is that fear kills performance because it kills your inner space. And your inner space is essential for real clarity. For real clarity. Now, I I remember... Um, hearing something along the lines years ago around, you know, um, how how do you re- remove hesitation? And John Wooden was always talking about removing hesitation from the performance of his players, from the performance of his team. And it's a very valid point because it's very relevant even to leaders. The more you can remove hesitation, bad hesitation in particular, kind of four areas were pointed out. One is avoiding delays, things like procrastination, avoiding maybes, or oh, maybe I'll do this or maybe I'll do that, but not really making a decision. Third one would be like moving on from mistakes. You know, maybe I got stuck in mistakes because that can cause hesitation to happen, like something happened before. Maybe I'll hesitate because it's going to happen again. And then the fourth, maybe most important is, you know, hesitation around following your instincts, what Joseph Jaworski might call following your entrepreneurial impulse, that that idea that's coming from a different place inside, deep inside. But if you reflect on those four areas, I think what you'll see is that All of them, the hesitation has been caused by really inner fear. It's an inner, some sort of fear is there. The fear of failure, the fear of not good enough, uh, the fear of something else happening. And so this is where, obviously this is the inner edge. We talk about inner things because to me, that's really where it's at. Just to give you a different angle, I, I was asked a few years ago to sit in with a client Um. Who was a CEO of a, of a reasonable-sized company, and he was having an issue with one of his lieutenants who he thought was fantastic, but the guy uh, was working all hours of the day and not really moving the dial, and he was extremely busy, extremely hurried, extremely stressed. And this guy, the owner of the company, didn't want that, but couldn't get through to him, so he asked me to sit in on a conversation with the two of them. And just to give you the key point out of it was... You know, the the lieutenant, he's kind of said, well, look, I'm working 12 to 14 hour days here. I'm working six days a week. Like, what else do you want from me? I don't know. Like, you're being totally unreasonable. And I always remember my client, the owner, said, after a little dramatic pause, um, I don't want busyness. I want results. Which might sound harsh, but he went on to explain that he believed that the guy could get much better results for himself and look after himself, his well-being, and be more present with his family. And he wanted to try and help. And that's I guess why maybe I was there to try and be the semi-independent sounding board. And what came out when I spoke to the lieutenant afterwards was that there was this kind of, there was a hesitation there, there was an interfere because he was so busy because I suppose number one, he was avoiding the key things that really had to be done because I think he was afraid of getting started. He was procrastinating. He was keeping himself busy in the false illusion that that would make him feel better, but actually it was causing a bigger problem. And then he was so busy-minded, he had absolutely no clarity over what really needed to be done and also what didn't need to be done. Because when you get really busy in your mind, very often you just get busy doing the wrong things. I mean, who can't relate to that? I've certainly done lots of that. You know, busyness of mind, for me anyway, is the enemy. I know it's not good. It's not good. I won't get my best. People around me won't get the best out of me either. And most people, I think, are naturally hesitant. And John Wooden was kind of flagging, and certainly his approach was all about removing hesitation from their game, from the game. So where... Might you be avoiding or delaying something? And I wonder, can you link that to your thinking? Or where might you be pausing or slowing down because of a previous past mistake? Maybe you're not even moving because of, of a past mistake. Where perhaps can you listen to your instincts more? Tune into that, that little creative entrepreneurial impulse area. Like, where are you hesitating? And I think if you slow down, even for a couple of minutes, and start to dig around those questions and also look for the link to your thinking, like see what you're saying to yourself. What is that inner voice saying? I think what you'll see then is that it will link to some sort of a fear. And again, fear creates urgency, but urgency is the enemy of that clarity of actually getting things done. So, bizarrely, this hurriedness that comes from that urgency will really probably stop you performing at your very, very best. Very different to being quick, to moving fast, to being responsive in the moment. So to close it out, uh, consider the question as well that uh, John Wooden apparently put on the team board in his team's dressing room. You know, if you don't have the time to do it right, when will you have the time to do it over? That's another question that's pretty good, pretty nice one to consider. So we started off saying being quick, but don't hurry. Why? Well, you make mistakes when you hurry. And it's really important not to mistake activity for achievement. That's it for this week. Bye bye.